Do you enjoy being entertained? Are you always looking for that new thing to keep you intrigued? I'm Isaac Ammons, host of Let's Talk Entertainment, a show all about bringing different aspects of entertainment together in one place. New episodes are released every Saturday morning. We're available on all streaming platforms, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. I hope you'll join us this week on Let's Talk Entertainment, where entertainment comes together. Welcome to another edition of The Cognitive Discourse. I'm your host, Joseph Carrasco, and on today's episode, we are going to talk something that is game-related. We're going to take a, a nice left turn away from what we typically talk about, and I wanted to address some things in the gaming community um, on a more positive side of things. Um, I came across a Facebook post a while back that really tugged at my heartstrings. Um, so I wanted to share this with you guys, kind of share a few stories of my past in gaming. I don't game as much as I used to. I don't, well, I still game, but I don't have the connections that I used to have. I don't know if it's just a dying art or I'm just getting older or what it is, but there are a few people that I still game with, but for the most part, the, the community that I used to game with is no more. So with that being said, I'm going to read this post, and then we'll get into some story time, if you will. So this was a post about the one of the um, old school Halo games. The lobby had shut down, so they or the the servers they had shut the servers down. So uh, there were people who were who were literally playing that game till they got kicked um, because they knew that the the memories uh, were 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 slowly going to uh, become the forefront and they were not going to be able to make any more new uh, memories with that server. So somebody posted, it says as of 1229 central time, I lost connection to halo three, halo three on the 360 matchmaking 28 hours into the fight. The final minutes lobbies begin to boot loop, restart loading players into the lobby. The lobby would crash every time the game begun to load into a map. This went on for about 15 minutes loading into random lobbies and hearing everyone with mics all knowing something was up and were saying their last goodbyes. As I sit here with the background music playing teary-eyed, drinking a beer, I'm thinking of all the memories from back in the day and the last great final moments of my last 24 hours. It's been an honor, Spartans. Spartans never die. They just go MIA. And then he gave his gamer tag, signing off. And it, it kind of touched me um, because I know that feeling. Uh, I, I never played a game so much to where the servers were shut down and you weren't able to play anymore. But I have since played video games with individuals who are no longer here with us, who have passed. And um, it's tough. And, and it may seem kind of goofy because 
from an outsider's perspective, you're just playing with a bunch of strangers uh, that you've never met and you've never seen. But when you put in a lot of hours on, especially, especially like a specific game, like mine was, was Call of Duty back in the day, Call of Duty 4 and World at War, Modern Warfare 2. You tend to meet a group of people that you, you vibe with and you, you, you grow to know each other. You, you tend to let your walls down and you tend to get you get to know these people on, on a more personal level. I mean, especially if you're playing, you know, day in and day out. And at the time that I was playing this stuff, I was freshly out of high school, wasn't really working a ton. And then even when I did start working full time, there were times when I like my time off. That's what I did. I didn't have kids. I didn't have a girlfriend. I had my my Call of Duty buddies. Both male and female. I was part of a clan back in the day in uh, the Call of Duty days. Um, I actually had a group of friends when I had the 360. And we got really close. I remember talks of, of wanting to take road trips to visit each other. Um, but then I got rid of my 360. I ended up getting a PS3. And I found the same community on the PS3. And I remember there was a clan that um, had started originally called BAMF. Stood for badass motherfuckers. And I remember that clan had a lot of kind of tight rules. And there were there were members in that in that clan that didn't really like the structure of said clan. So they took off. They branched off. And I remember the creation of their clan. They ended up creating a clan. And it became the clan Tits. <laughs> and it was spelled T exclamation point T dollar sign. That's how we got past the the banning of the clan name through the Call of Duty algorithm, whatever you want to call it. But that's that's how they... They titled the clan. And it was started by a guy named Nigel. And um uh, and Mung. Mung was there as well. Mung was a very good close friend of Nigel. And we used to play. I was one of the, the first people that joined Tits. So if you were ever in the Tits clan. And you're listening to this. Hello. <laughs> It's been years since I've played with those guys. And from my knowledge, I don't know if that clan is still alive and well. But I know Nigel was the man that led the charge with that clan. Nigel was a very nice individual. Everybody loved Nigel. He was a good dude. And he formed the clan because he wanted a clan that just were a group of friends that played. No rules. Didn't take it seriously. I remember that's kind of how the clan grew so big is that people would play with us and they would have fun playing with us. And they're like, hey, man, can I join the clan? And most clans back in the day, you had to prove yourself. You had to go into a lobby and and play one of their best players and, and prove that you were an elite player. Not with the Tits clan. No. We played because we had fun. Were there some good players in the clan? Yes, definitely. 
I know I was one of them. Not to toot my own horn, but I was pretty good at Call of Duty back in the day. But I had fun and I was goofy and I would joke with people and I'd do weird shit online. And that's what made people really like hanging out with me, send me friend requests and stuff. I basically did the whole trolling type funny like Call of Duty videos back in the day before they were popular on YouTube. I didn't know how to do all that stuff, so I never uploaded any of my gameplay or any of me talking trash to people. In a funny way, none of that stuff ever saw the light of day. But if you were part of the Tits Clan and you were part of the party that I was in, you knew what I was about and what we were about. And I remember we had a a legit group of friends that would play. And then the the clan just kind of grew and got bigger and bigger and bigger uh, because, again, there was so much freedom. You just rocked, rocked the tag, and, and no one really cared. The tag was more there to, to identify, like, hey, man, we, we play with those people. The main core of guys and girls, we all played with each other. Nigel, Moang, SVT Lightning, give me throat hugs, Nate Dog, me, Among War Joseph. We used to all play together. Sadly, Nigel passed away after, I want to say, maybe two years after knowing him. And it was a sad day. And it's weird because the original OGs of the clan got together in a group chat. And we, we, we spent the time reminiscing about Nigel. I remember it hit SVT very hard because her and Nigel got very close. She got very vulnerable with Nigel because Nigel was that kind of guy. You could just talk to him about anything. Nigel was our, our neighborhood bartender for, for Call of Duty. You know, if you had an issue or you just needed somebody to listen to you that you could vent to, that's what Nigel was there for. He was a very understanding individual. It put a lot of things into perspective for me because... At the drop of the hat, somebody that you knew, somebody that you spent hours with is no more. And you grew to love someone. You grew to care about someone. All while never, ever knowing what they look like, seeing them in person, it was just a voice. And maybe that's how you feel about this podcast or any podcast that you listen to. Maybe the podcaster makes you feel a certain way. It's interesting. And I think Nigel had probably one of the coolest funerals that I know of. Granted, I wasn't able to go. But I know that there were some people in the Tits Clan that made it to his funeral. And for those that went, 
Everybody pitched in and got him a huge card with our clan on it. And every member of our clan was written, our gamer tags were written on that card as to say goodbye to our dear friend Nigel. I'm sad that I wasn't there in person to say goodbye. But I've never forgotten Nigel. I actually have Moang and uh, SVT and Reyes. I forgot about Reyes. Reyes is also another OG. I have them on my PS4. Sadly, I don't play games with them as much anymore because, again, I feel like that moment came and went. I have my memories playing with them. Playing video games with them got me through a lot of hard times. But it also shows how how much influence and how powerful Nigel's presence was among the group. Because Tits was never really the same after that. It kind of fractured off. And people played, like I still, I remember after his passing, I still play with like Nate. I still play with Reyes and Moang, SVT. Give me throat hugs. But it just didn't feel the same. We all knew something was missing. And this is coming from a guy who was very vocal and loud and very jokey on the mic. I had a very goofy presence. And a lot of people liked playing with me because of it. It was a good time. But after Nigel passed, it just wasn't the same. Jokes just didn't hit the same anymore. The vibe changed. And the last I spoke to Moang, it seems like other people within our group have passed away. And it sucks. So for people out there who think gaming is stupid or you can't really have friends or build relationships, I hope that this episode kind of opens your eyes to that world a little bit. Gaming with other people and sharing similar interests, I think helps some individuals who may be shy, who may not want to go out into the world, who may not be extroverts. Playing video games and only being a voice sometimes helps the introverts blossom. Shout out to I Love Camel Toes and Danky as well. I haven't played with those guys in years. Those are two other individuals that I used to play with. Denki, me and Denki would play together because he was a little pothead that was really good at the game. And he loved how I played as well. We played very well together. But I think he also enjoyed my company as I did him. And I Love Camel Toes, well, if I was in full troll mode, me and I Love Camel Toes would just troll everyone. And Camel Toes was a really good player as well. 
I often wonder what happened to those individuals. Because once PS4 came out, I lost touch with a lot of these 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 guys. One, because I changed my gamer tag when I got it. But two, also, I didn't get a PS4 until very late in its life cycle. So if by some miracle, Camel Toes, Danky, if you're listening to this, hit me up. My gamer tag. Email me on the sh- from the show and, 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 and let me know that you're, that you, and let's hook back up, man. Let me know how you're doing. I've created real relationships, real friendships, real bonds with people that I've never met or that are halfway across the world. And it's all because of video games. After Tits kind of just fell apart and never really disbanded, but when the original members kind of started to pull away and do their own thing, and PS4 became a thing, everything just kind of became different. I got a little older. I started playing with coworkers. And, and and my gaming life changed. Now, don't get me wrong. I had fun war- playing with coworkers, people I actually knew, people I, I saw on a daily basis, being able to play with them and, and have, have, have fun on Battlefield. That was our game of choice, Battlefield 3. Bad Company 2. Those were the days, man, of the Battlefield, of people that I actually knew playing together. Fun memories too. And sadly, we don't do that anymore either. (laughs) But again, we still try to get together every now and then. My boy Philly Blunt, me and him still play. Me and him are still very close. We're like brothers. We are brothers, not like brothers. We are brothers. We work together. We played together. We even played magic together. And we still keep in touch. But this episode was more focusing on the people I never knew on a physical realm. I never met them in person. Yet, there was a connection still made. And I still miss Nigel to this day. Even though it's been, I the last, I mean, I played with him when I was in my late teens, early 20s. I'm now in my mid-30s, early 30s, mid-30s, whatever you want to call it. I'm not 35 yet, about almost going to be 34. And I still think about those times. The laughs that were shared. The personal intimate moments that were shared. Granted, I never really got too personal because I was I was the happy guy during that time. But I remember, I remember a few times other other gamers, other people part of our group, were just having rough times. I used to call him Papa Nigel because people would would talk to Nigel, and the best thing about Nigel is that he would he listened. He was wise far beyond his years and was taken too soon. 
So if you are a gamer and you know exactly what I'm talking about, whether you no longer play with somebody because they're no longer here or you just lost touch with them, I want to give you a moment to sit back, reflect, and remember those that were your comrades. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I really do appreciate everybody coming and checking out the show. I know this show is a little different than what I normally do, but I did want to talk about this because gaming is an important thing in my life and always has been. And now my kids are growing up and they're getting to a position in their life where they're starting to discover games that they like and they're trying to finding what kind of game platforms fit them the best. So I'm sure as they get older, they're going to stumble across the multiplayer and the world that is online gaming. They're going to see the bad. They're going to see the good. But I made this episode to honor those that no longer game and honor those clans that are no longer together. So when my daughter and my son come across that and live that moment, I can take them back to this episode and say, hey, you're not alone. Your dad knows how it feels. So thank you for tuning in. As always, I'll have all the links down in the description. If you'd like to email the show, it's cognitive discourse podcast at gmail.com. That's cognitive discourse podcast at gmail.com. Send me a letter, send me a poem, send me a story, whatever you wish for me to share on the show and even give my opinion if you want. I'm open to everything. Nothing is against the rules here. If you're an aspiring podcaster or musician and would like to start a home studio, never fear, zounds.com is here. I'll have an affiliate link down in the description for the main website and also a link in the description of all the hardware that I use so you can get your journey started in podcasting or music making. The great thing about Zounds is that they are a company that will finance. So if you want to get all your gear up front, you can finance all your gear and pay monthly. One easy monthly payment. So you can pay as you play. That's Zounds.com. Again, affiliate link will be down in the description. If you click that link, it'll take you to the website. And if you click any of the equipment ones, it'll take you directly to the specific hardware that I use. So you can purchase it directly. It does help the show if you purchase anything from that link or any of those links uh, because I'm affiliated. They will kick me a percentage my way, which will go back into the show, which is a great way to support the Cognitive Discourse. We also will have links to merch and all my brands down below as well, my solo music and other podcasts that I'm either a part of or a fan of. But as always, enjoy your Friday. Stay safe. Until next time.